Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Welcome to the first episode of the Toward Light podcast. In this episode, I'm going to introduce myself, explain the name Toward Light, and what the mission and hope of this podcast is. It feels like a weird time to be launching a podcast in the midst of a pandemic. I'm recording this episode on March 31st, 2020. So know that that will color anything that I'm talking about, because obviously that's the sea that we're all swimming in right now. So who am I? My name is Kate Spina. I currently live in Los Angeles. I grew up in New England, have spent many years living in Telluride, Colorado, with some stints in Nashville and Ventura, and I've been living in LA for the last four years now. I found Buddhism at a point in my life when things were shifting and changing, and I first found Tibetan Buddhism and found some comfort and dabbled for many years um, in the practices. But in 2012, I was in a moment where my life looked really good from the outside, and I still felt like something was missing. So I went searching and found a Buddhist community that I really resonated with, and very quickly got involved in that community in daily practice, in sitting retreat, I found a teacher. My teacher's name is Matthew Brensilver. And I just really found that these early Buddhist teachings, sometimes called Theravada Buddhism, sometimes called insight meditation, that these teachings really resonated with me. I found a deep sense of solace in having named what my experience was, what I was feeling. There were all sorts of answers that came through this path for me. And through, at the time, the community I was involved in was called Against the Stream, Nashville. And I got involved in the uh, greater Against the Stream organization and had some training by Vinnie Ferraro, Joanna Hardy, Noah Levine... And in 2018, when Against the Stream fell apart because Noah was accused of sexual misconduct and the organization could not stay afloat, I had some choices to make about where I put my energy and time, who I stayed aligned with, what parts of the teachings I wanted to connect with, What did I need to let go of? The beautiful thing about 2018 is that also that year I had the opportunity to set a 12-week silent retreat. So on that retreat, as my sangha, as my community was falling apart, I was able to sit and get clear about what I wanted, what I needed, and how I could best share the Dharma, how I could best connect to community. And that's what Toward Light came out of, is this real personal exploration of what do I, a 21st century female, need from these teachings? What do I get from these teachings? 
How do they serve me? How do I serve them? How do I serve others with these teachings? A couple other things to share about myself. My social location. I am a heterosexual, cisgendered, Caucasian female. High socioeconomic status. Lots of educational privilege. I own all of that or name all of that because it's important to know where I'm coming from and to know that I am seeing my privilege and trying my best to not let it color what I share, but I know it will. And so I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your patience with me. And I ask you to call me out. I'm more than happy to hear when I may be shutting people out or not making these teachings accessible due to my privilege. I am in addiction recovery. I only mention that because it will cycle through uh, from time to time. I experience um, bouts of depression, anxiety, and some PTSD-like symptoms. So that, again, may come up from time to time. I have a master's in social work. I'm a licensed clinical social worker in the state of California. I've worked in all sorts of settings, in schools, in addiction treatment centers, in private practice, in group practice. Uh, What I appreciate about the training that I've had is that so often it dovetails so easily with the Dharma, with the Buddha's teachings. There's such an alignment between what we now know about psychology and the brain and what the Buddha taught 2,600 years ago. He was very much speaking ahead of his time in some way. Like he was able to see things that we are just now in our modern psychology and brain research able to confirm, which is pretty amazing. So that's a little bit about me, who I am. So why is this podcast called Toward Light? Why, when I was sitting silently on long retreat, did this name come to me? There is a teaching uh, in the Anguttara Nikaya, which is the um, which is the numerical discourses. The numerical discourses is this collection of teachings, pretty much of lists: the one thing, the four things, the five things. And so, in this particular teaching, uh, Anguttara Nikaya four eighty five. The teaching starts by saying, you know, there are four types of people. There are those moving from darkness to darkness, those moving from darkness to light, those moving from light to darkness, and those moving from light to light. And then the Buddha asks the question, and how is one moving toward light? One is practicing good conduct of body, speech, and mind. When I first heard that teaching, I was on my first substantial silent meditation retreat, a nine-day retreat. And I remember hearing that teaching and the teacher, his name is Greg Scharf, then saying that if we were in that room, that we were all moving toward light, even if it didn't feel like it. So for each of us, for, 
for any person who's chosen to listen to this podcast right now, you are moving toward light. If you go to my website, you're moving toward light. If you practice meditation, you're moving toward light. That there's this real inclusivity of this phrase that for me just is such a relief, is such a balm. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm moving toward light. Right now, things feel really hard. The models are showing that the virus is going to hit Los Angeles, like the some one of the peaks is going to happen in the next few days, and that feels very scary. And I can watch myself getting lost in fear and worry and um, despair. And I'm practicing meditation. And I'm sharing the Dharma. And I'm reading the Dharma. I am moving toward light. I am practicing good conduct of body, speech, and mind. What does that mean? With all three of those, good conduct of body, good conduct of speech, and good conduct of mind, the underlying thread is this thread of non-harming. So good conduct of the body means that we're not causing harm. We're not killing. We're not stealing. We're not acting out with our sexual energy. That is something I can check in with throughout my day. Am I causing harm or not? When I am taking an action, am I coming from a place of kindness, goodwill, compassion? Or am I coming from a place of greed, aversion, delusion? So good conduct of the body is something we can all practice. It feels very accessible to me. Good conduct of speech, again, we're not harming with our words. We're noticing, is our speech honest? Is it kind? Is it timely? Is it useful? We're trying to refrain from speech that's lying or harsh or gossip or idle. This is very important right now. One of the ways that the Buddha probably didn't foresee, maybe he did, but one of the ways that it's so important for us to be working with our speech is on the internet. When we're typing comments, when we're forwarding articles, when we're responding to something, it's so important for us to be checking in. Is this honest? Like, is this true? Do we know that for sure? Is this kind? Even if I'm refuting somebody, am I coming from a place of kindness? Am I wanting to help them? Am I coming from a place of goodwill? Is it timely? Is this the right moment to have this conversation? Maybe if this person is stressed or overwhelmed right now, maybe they can't hear this right now. Is is this the right time? And then useful. Is what I'm sharing going to uplift the conversation or shine a light in some way. This is really, again, like really practical. One of the things I appreciate about these teachings is the practicality that I can apply them into my daily life. Good conduct of mind, again, this underlying theme of non-harming, what we're looking at is we're training our mind. So we're training our minds to stay present we're training our attention to not get wrapped around thoughts. We're training our minds to see the bigger picture or slow down a little bit or settle 
a little so we can respond. So then when we get to the body and the speech part of our response, we can do it from a wise place. Again, practical, right? Like good conduct of mind means I practice meditation, means I settle in. I get to know my mind. I get to know my patterns, my conditioning. I see the ways that I harm myself through my thoughts. I see the ways that I, my thoughts can then harm others. So I picked this phrase toward light from this teaching. A, because I love this idea of moving toward light, even in darkness, that that's always a possibility. And B, because I love this very practical layout. Everything that I care about is not harming with my body, my speech, and my mind, myself and others. It's all encompassed in this teaching. So when against the stream folded, when I had gotten off this long retreat, I did have the opportunity to teach in different places. And I am affiliated with the Meditation Coalition in Los Angeles which is founded by uh, Mary Stan Cavage and Joanna Hardy. And that's a kind of community shared resource um, where different people offer different groups and uh, in their own way, but we're all sort of linked through that organization. But other than that, I chose not to get affiliated with any one group or teach under somebody else's lineage or auspices. Why is that? Part of the mission statement of Toward Light reads, Toward Light was founded to fill a gap in early Buddhist meditation offerings, which have often been passed down through monastic patriarchal lineage and do not always take feminist and 21st century perspectives into account. That's what I'm doing here. That's what's important to me. I want to share teachings that are practical. I want to share teachings where I have asked the questions or dug underneath the hood a little bit to get clearer about what is this teaching really saying? What is really important here? I do have a male teacher and some of his teachers are male. So a lot of the lineage that I've received has come down through male monastics and then through male lay teachers. So I want to question, when these teachings are being passed down, are they being passed down with unseen privilege or unseen power? Or are these teachings applicable to all? How do we make sure that that is the case? How do we make sure, how do I make sure that I am not excluding anybody from these teachings? That's what I'm interested in. That's what I'm passionate about. So that's me, Kate Spina. This is Toward Light. This is a weekly podcast where I'll be sharing different teachings. Next week, I'm going to dig into some specific coping tools to manage long-term communal stress. But I can't really end today without at least offering something for this moment. And so what I recommend is to, if you can, just stop. Whatever you're doing, just stop. 
Feel the parts of your body that are touching the earth or the floor, the chair. Open your eyes and look around, slowly moving your head, locating where you are right now, getting to know the space that you're in. Noticing any sounds that you hear. Any smells. Any tastes on your tongue. Brooding into these five senses. Checking in. Connecting. The beauty of a five bodily senses check-in is you can do it at any time. So throughout your day, just pick up that practice. Sit down or stop and just say, what's something I taste right now? What's something I smell? What are some things I hear? What are some things I feel? What do I see? It can just help settle the nervous system when we can be really clear about where we are and get kind of hooked back into the present moment. So much of our fear and anxiety is moving into the future, which we don't know. So coming back is really important. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you so much for listening. The links are in our show notes. You can find me on Instagram at towardlight108 and the website is towardlight.net. If you have any questions or feedback, I'd love to hear from you. Be well.